The key to attaining good sleep is a paradox. It's the topic of today's episode where we cover optimal work for sleep. I'm Sharif Yunus with Dr. Kevin Majors. This is The Golden Hour. Welcome to our show for September 14th. I'm Sharif Yunus here with Dr. Kevin Majors. Good morning. Some of our most uh, popular episodes back a couple months ago were about sleep. So we're actually here to revisit that topic with some new ideas and new insights that I think help clarify the connection between the approach to sleep and the approach to some other elements of optimal work. So, uh, Kevin, maybe you want to give us a little background on this topic? Yeah, Sri. So, in the past 10 years, I think there's been a real advance in how we help people with sleep. And I give the credit to Dr. Guy Meadows. So, and he has this fantastic book called The Sleep Book. uh, And he has an app called The Sleep App for Insomnia, which is kind of like an online course. And... It's a book that I've recommended to many patients. I was actually told about it by a patient who found it super helpful. And in seeing it, I thought this is exactly the same approach that we take in general to to problems. Uh, And I think I can just give our listeners and viewers uh, in a nutshell, what is the idea of how you really conquer insomnia once and for all? So, and it's, it's, it's beautiful because it's radical. Yeah. And counterintuitive, exactly the, like the way when you treat people with anxiety disorders, you know, and like what I have to face it, I have to bring it on. Like, right. Yeah. That's, that's the key. And you don't yeah. train yourself. Can you, sorry, briefly, can you explain what insomnia is or does, is it, is it like along a continuum of, I mean, I just imagine it as people who have a very difficult time sleeping. Uh, is there yeah. a, a the, more, so, in, as a clinician, the, the trickiest thing is actually the difference between insomnia and a decreased need for sleep. Mm-hmm. So uh, insomnia is when people are struggling with thoughts and feelings while in bed or doing activities out of bed instead of sleeping so that essentially there is just persistent problems attaining sleep and generally involves a lot of frustration. Mm-hmm. So if people are, you know, excessively careful, you could actually be sleeping well every night, but have very tight rituals you have to follow in order to attain sleep. So really it's people treating sleep as if it's something fragile. Mm-hmm. And everyone's body has a robust ability to sleep, provided that they don't have a decreased need for sleep, which maybe one or 2% of the population will experience and can be a symptom of what's called hypomania or mania. So, but you know, in psychiatry, we tend to see a lot more of that population. So, and that's where people simply go through episodes typically, where they just don't need sleep. So, and they tend not to complain about not getting sleep at all. They're happy with it. They're super energetic. They're doing tons of things in the daytime, but at the same time, their body just needs an hour or less or more, Mm -hmm. um, sleep per night. So if that's not what's happening, and if people feel tired because they're not sleeping well, or they have rituals to attain sleep, probably then you're dealing with classic insomnia, which I think may actually be the most common anxiety disorder. Hmm. 
because in any given population, about 25% of people are getting treatment for sleep. You see like how many people are taking melatonin, you know, which is something your body produces on its own. Uh, It's like, what are people doing to be super careful to attain sleep? So anyway, it's a big topic um, and, or less it's a necessary topic that people learn. And it's the perfect way to learn about the theory of acceptance and how Mm -hmm. acceptance works in its own kind of paradoxic way. So what, well, what is acceptance? And then also, yeah, we'll probably get into the similarities between acceptance of sleep and acceptance of anxiety. You kind of indicated it a little bit before. So what is acceptance then? And what is this revolutionary new approach that's going to help me sleep well, (laughs) finally? So I I just, everything is, I think, summed up in, uh, in Guy Meadows' metaphor of the Olympic award ceremony, which you have three podiums. You have the bronze, the silver, and the gold. And after each night's sleep, you can win a medal. The gold medal you get from having, this is for people who had had insomnia, they get the gold medal if they have just a normal night of sleep. That they're, you know, they just went to bed, fell asleep within 15 minutes, which is what the normal sleepers do. Woke up with their alarm, let's say jumped out of bed. And then, uh, you know, it was was just a nice, normal night of sleep. Okay, gold medal. Um, The problem is you can't attain the gold medal by aiming directly for it. In a way, that's the whole problem. The silver medal is staying in bed through the night awake with your eyes closed and content, knowing that just doing that, staying in bed with your eyes closed, no struggle, just content, is almost as good as sleep itself. And in fact, may up to be like up to half of it might be stage one sleep or light sleep. So, cause you can't really tell when you're going in and out of light sleep when you're laying in bed. Mm-hmm. So, it's the struggle with insomnia, you know, and all these catastrophic thoughts people have and physical symptoms they get and their heart racing and then getting more and more worried about that. That is what exhausts people. But as long as you just stay in bed with your eyes closed, you might sleep for a time and then you might wake up again, but you just stay there content. Mm-hmm. That is silver metal. And that you can aim for. So the, the difference is that silver metal everything is in your control it's yes. just you can lie in bed with your eyes closed yeah relax whereas with gold medal that's due to factors it's beyond not your actually control. in your control exactly and the more people aim for silver the more they accidentally attain gold mm-hmm. but that's what acceptance does and this is how people change so you aim for what you can control and then over time, the patterns change and the growth occurs and the natural ability to sleep comes back. The uh, bronze medal is staying in bed, eyes closed, but having bouts of frustration where you just get frustrated and you know, you're kind of asking yourself, why is this happening to me? And tomorrow's going to be awful and so-and-so mm-hmm. can sleep perfectly. And uh, so all that kind of stuff. So you, you think of you know, those things. That's all bronze metal because you're staying in bed, mm-hmm. you know, and you're controlling your external behavior. So you're, you're not opening your eyes and getting up and doing anything, 
but you're not attaining acceptance. Mm -hmm. Acceptance is an internal behavior that takes practice. Uh, and just mention briefly, no metal. No metal is you did something to attain sleep. Like you used rituals, you used pills, you used something, you know, to make yourself sleep, to control it. Or you got out of bed uh, so that you, um, you know, the, instead of just staying in bed, you, you know, go to, you know, outside your bedroom, you might go downstairs, go to the living room and, uh, you know, do things, watch TV until you feel tired and then go back. All of that is no metal because doing anything outside of bed is, is not really compatible with going in and out of light sleep. And it's, it is going to be more exhausting and it perpetuates the whole struggle with insomnia and reduces your confidence in your ability to sleep. If a person can finish the sentence, I will never be able to sleep unless I dot, 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 you know, you know, wear earplugs or yeah. take a pill or, you know, yeah. do something, take a hot bath, you know, before. Um, that's a sign then that they're controlling sleep and they see their sleep as fragile. And that's the setting for insomnia to set in. Hmm. And then they wake up and then they get frustrated with waking up and the frustration wakes them up further. It's a vicious cycle. So. Let's get in a little more then about what acceptance is, you know, because so, that's the. Mm -hmm. So just a quick question. Does aiming for gold, it seems like this is where the paradox is. It, if you aim for gold, you end up with no metal in many cases, yeah, because exactly. if you can't sleep immediately, you get frustrated. So you go out of bed hoping yeah. to do something that will then get you to sleep perfectly. Exactly. And then that's, that's exactly no metal. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's trying to get to gold and using these control strategies. Yeah. If you try to take things into your own hands and not respect the natural processes, you know, and not be attuned to what your own efforts are doing and how they backfire, then you mm -hmm. end up with problems and no metal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you, if you just stay in bed and, you know, don't do anything, uh, to make yourself sleep, that actually is a bronze medal. And that's in everyone's control. Now, it can be really hard. So he, so Guy Meadows says people can sit at the edge of the bed, <laughs> but that, that, yeah. that's okay, um, and, uh, occasionally, and then go back. But you really want to practice lying in bed, welcoming whatever sensations arise, feeling any emotions that come, and simply playfully labeling all of it. And you label your thoughts. You're like, oh, there's the envy thought, or there's the, you know, predicting catastrophe thought, or whatever. People should do it in their own words. And it should be something that's playful. Yeah. And like, okay, there's the, you know, why me? There's the woe is me. And you just playfully label it and let it go. And then you notice things. You can just label emotions, or you, and then gently let yourself feel them. And then you can, if there's bodily sensations, the heart's racing, you know, and things like that, just label it. And you just use a diffused kind of diffusion style labeling, you know, that that has been shown in fMRI, you know, examinations to, to, to change how the brain handles and experiences sensations. You know, you are getting on top of sensations and thoughts when you mm -hmm. simply label them and try to let them go. And then really cool. you just keep doing it. 
And you try to practice this contented acceptance, knowing that even if you don't have a great night's sleep now, if you don't get out of bed and practice contentment, you will actually have a much better day the next day. And then any tiredness you have the next day will increase your sleep pressure for the next night and get you back on the path of normalcy. So now that said, if people have been using rituals or pills or things to control sleep, um, they, it's a prescription. You talk with your doctor before you stop things. You don't want to go cold turkey. So there, you know, you would, the general thing in medicine is it's a 25% decrease every two weeks. So you gently go down on the dose of things. So it might take you then, you know, 22 months, right. To, to get off of things, but that should be, if it's prescribed, you have to discuss it with the prescriber. But in general, that's how, as prescriber, I can say, that's how we think. So, and that's the general approach and you do them one at a time. So if you're doing multiple things, you, you just do one at a time and gradually decrease 25% every two weeks. Um, and so, is, and if you're doing that, you can get the medals, even though it's because you're, you're working the plan and you're getting there. Mm-hmm. So, and you might not even make any changes besides this attitudinal adjustment for the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then you can still get the medals. So you can, you know, fine, keep the same things, you know, keep the white noise machine on and keep all those things. But you, you're trying to simply practice the right attitude, which is, Controlling what you can control, practicing acceptance. Yeah. So what? And uh, you had some other topics you wanted to get into as well. But real quick question: um, What uh, about in extreme circumstances? For example, um, if you're flying to a new time zone, so you want to like fit in sleep in a time that you n- wouldn't normally be sleeping, or if you have really excruciating back pain and you really feel like, well, I just cannot like stay in bed with this. I need to go do something yeah. about my back pain. Yeah, probably the, you know, I think that to help your clock to reset, um, you, I think sometimes you, you can do things so that you get tired earlier. Uh, and I'm not opposed to those personally. You know, you just have to be careful. It doesn't lead to an attitude where sleep is tightly controlled, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, it can be a strategy that will work for some people to have some help in certain transition times. If you're going to Europe or you know, coming back. So I'm not like a, um, I'm not puritanical about it. You know, that, uh, that it has to be like, you know, but you have to be careful that there's not, it's not feeding into some belief that my body needs help sleeping. Uh, okay. And if people have back pain, you know, they should find the cause and address it. And then if possible, there's exercises pain-free by, yeah. uh, Egescu, Pete Egescu, fantastic book for all pain. Um, and, uh, and if people do that, then yeah, th- usually they can they can find a way that it doesn't have to interfere with sleep. You right. know, the thing is, you can have pain and still sleep. You can have hunger and still sleep. You know, it, sleep is a natural time of fasting, and so the body is okay just turning things off, mm-hmm. and that's part of being confident in your ability. The other thing is, when you look at like what is in, the, what does acceptance mean? We talk about you know as being content, as something you can practice. Well, how do you practice that? Three steps. First, acceptance is intellectual, and that's called reframing. So you discover the opportunity for learning and practice that you're getting right now from life. So for people with trouble sleeping, you know, then to say, okay, tonight there'll be a great opportunity to learn. 
That reframe is the basis for the rest. The second thing is acceptance as mindfulness, which means mindfully accepting thoughts and feelings as they come up. Label them playfully, stay cheerful about it. That, you know, cheerfulness is a disposition that keeps us reframed and mindful and mm-hmm. playful and not getting you know, engrossed in a frustrated struggle. Cheerfulness as a disposition is probably the best way to keep frustration at bay. Because then you can feel when you're losing the cheerfulness and work to get it back. And here is by accepting thoughts and feelings and let them come and go. And then you have acceptance as the behavior. And that is, in the case of insomnia, staying in bed. The challenge is doing what you can, controlling what you can control. And it's just staying in bed with your eyes closed and only getting up for the toilet. That would be the only reason to get up. Not to eat, but yeah. if people need the restroom, fine. That's, that's the one legitimate you know, like uh, exception. And so those three steps, reframe, mindfulness, challenge, those apply to other things too, right? It applies to everything because that actually is what constitutes acceptance. And acceptance is the right way of changing things. So, you know, let's say that a person has developed some social anxiety and now is getting nervous around people or around crowds and, okay, well, what do they aim for? Well, the goal would be feeling perfectly confident and normal like you used to, perhaps, mm-hmm. you know, or like other people do if you haven't experienced that yourself. Okay, that would be the goal, but you can't aim to do that directly, right. especially not by, you know, pre-medicating with alcohol or other strategies that people use to pre-treat anxiety. Instead, you aim for silver. What would silver be? It means being in the social setting, interacting like you would normally while accepting the scared thoughts and feelings that come up mm-hmm. any just noticing them. Or... Yeah, exactly. Accepting it, labeling it. Oh yeah. Now I'm feeling some uh, embarrassment in anticipation. You know, now I made a bad awkward. joke. Yeah. Oh, no one's laughing. Oh, there's yeah. the monitor. thought. <laughs> so you just like identify when you're self-monitoring. Oh yeah. There's the self-monitoring mm-hmm. and you try to maintain a cheerful disposition toward it. Just playfully acknowledge it and then try to just stay engaged as best you can by not leaving the social setting and try to keep the conversation, be a participant. If you do that, just accepting those feelings, that's the silver medal. And if you keep doing that, you will get to gold. Mm-hmm. Cause that you'll get your practice on its own. You do. Yep. Yeah. And so, so you do all the retraining, you know, uh, because you stayed there, you retrain your amygdala, you know, you retrain your default attention, you know, to better pull you through and you, 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 know, you retrain all of your brain to keep you viewing this from really the best, most healthy perspective of trying to do it for other people, trying to be you know, loving and serving them. So just practicing that cheerful staying in social places is everything. That's the silver. And if you go, as long as you don't leave, even if you're frustrated and struggling and berating yourself, and then you catch yourself and stop, and well, that's still the bronze. And that is how you eventually get the practice to get to silver mm-hmm. and you keep aiming for silver. The um, no metal would be fleeing, avoiding, you know, procrastinating now showing up super late or mm-hmm. pre-treating with some kind of like alcohol or other things, yeah. doing something to try to get to gold on your own without the growth that leads there. And this idea that growth has a normal trajectory. First, the external behavior which you have more control over, that improves. 
then the internal behavior improves through the process of acceptance. And then you eventually get to gold. So that's first bronze external behavior, then silver with the internal acceptance. And then eventually that gets to where you want. That's super helpful. So, and I can use that in all areas of my life. I think it works for everything. You just have to ask yourself when you get frustrated, what's the gold I'm aiming for? How do I aim for silver? So frustration is kind of a, that's like a kind of cue. It helps you identify, okay, this might be an area where if I get frustrated sleeping, trying to sleep, if I get frustrated in social situations, that's like, uh, that's an easy way for me to identify, okay, now I can apply this approach. Exactly. Because you think like, say you get frustrated dealing with someone. Yeah. Okay. You might wish that you had the gold of everything was easy between you two. Right. You, what you can do is aim for silver. Mm-hmm. Try to maintain the externals as well as you can. And then just be aware it's not going to feel right. You're going to have to just be accepting thoughts and feelings that come up while you kind of are practicing being constant in those external mm-hmm. behaviors. And then eventually it starts feeling right. So it yeah. works for everything. Frustration is a great cue of needing a new trajectory of growth. Yeah. And w- sir, when you say acceptance, you said you just said a moment ago, accepting the thoughts and feelings. How much is acceptance about accepting the internal things versus accepting the external thing? Like I have to accept a suboptimal result. You know, if I'm dealing yeah. with a person, well, I might just have to accept that the conversation doesn't go exactly how I want it to go. Or is it I have to accept that I feel that I'm going to feel a particular way. Yeah. I think that in general, the way to attain acceptance of external realities, Mm -hmm. which sometimes can be objectively very tough is to aim for attaining acceptance of internal ones. If you're okay with what gets provoked in you, what buttons Mm -hmm. get pushed, you really then can learn how to best address externals. Yeah. The reason externals are hard is because of the things they provoke within us that we don't like. So acceptance gives you the ability to transcend that provoking, the button pushing, and to then really shape how you engage externals. So eventually you do end up being able to do your best in whatever the situation is. But the path goes through this internal behavior of acceptance. Mm -hmm. Intellectually, by reframing, experientially by just being mindful and diffused from thoughts and feelings to be aware of them. And that's it. And then in your behavior to accept it by staying in the challenge. That's awesome. Um, Well, I think that's our, our time for today. Kevin, do you have any final thoughts to add? No, I think these things can be practiced anytime. And so you start to like look forward to the moments you get frustrated and then see if you can just chart out this, trajectory of growth. It helps to see the stages. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Kevin. All right. Thanks, Sharif. We'll see you next week. Well, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to check out optimwork.com for a set of online tools to help you engage challenge in your life. See you next week.